0: To another episode of the Skeptics vs. Believers podcast, where we discuss paranormal current events and tales of unexplained cryptid encounters. My name's Mike.
1: And my name's Kim.
0: And welcome. Fresh off the first episode, where I don't think we made Kim a believer much.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs>
0: because this week, we've got some more stories to bring to you guys uh, that hopefully. Makes her a believer. What do you think? Do you have any faith in these stories?
1: Not really, but we'll see.
0: (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) That's all we need is just a little bit. Just a little bit. I I felt some hope in your voice. (laughs) And this week, we've got some updates from last week's stories. The Oumuamua comment, and then the other are on those juicy reports, or not so juicy reports. i about to
1: get my money this week.
0: I don't know. I think (laughs) you might. I think I might. I might be (laughs) out a hundred bucks. (laughs) <laughs> i Give definitely have money it's not looking good for me but
1: <laughs> Ooh, what is that
0: breaking news Ooh. here on skeptics versus believers <laughs> you like that
1: i love that
0: <laughs> i like it too <laughs> i hope everyone out there likes it let us know in the comments um <laughs> leave us a,
1: if you like that
0: <laughs> if you like that so uh the first one is omua mua and our friend Avi Loeb, the Harvard professor.
1: Yes, the turd ship.
0: The turd ship. <laughs> turns out. <laughs>
1: it is a turd. i
0: <laughs> Turns out, 91% chance it's not shaped like a turd, <laughs> but is in fact like a disc. What do you think of that? Not crazy news. It's a disc in the
1: sky. <laughs>
0: what does that mean to you? UFO? No?
1: I'll give you that. Because there's nothing else. It's a disk in the sky. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, just take that because I'm about to take that $100 later.
0: I'll take it. Cause I don't Yeah, I don't think it's getting any better for me on the UFO side. Um, but yeah, according to, to Avi, it, it's a disk floated through our solar system and dipped out really quickly. So we didn't get a chance to chase it because of how fast it was going. I think he said it was over 50,000 miles per hour which is insane.
1: Super fast. Yeah.
0: They say that The dramatic variability in its brightness told us that Oumuamua's shape was extreme, or at least five to ten times longer than it was wide. Wow. So it's like a really long, I guess, disc. Yeah. Interesting, no?
1: Yeah, that's pretty interesting.
0: I mean, more... If they had pictures. (laughs) 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 That would be awesome. (laughs) I would love for there to be pictures. Pictures tell... I'm a kidding. Thousand I'm sure this is real. I'm sure this is real. <laughs> More of that information's in the book, which yeah. comes out later this week, I think. But for it to be shaped similar to what we know of as a UFO, yeah. like a, sh- you know, a saucer shape. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool and interesting.
1: Yeah, I'm excited and happy to know that it's not a turd. Hey. <laughs> so, thank you for this week's Thank you, uh, Avi Loeb,
0: for <laughs> that, that precious piece of information cuz Kim now.
1: Now I'm you know, maybe at a one percent a believer. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Still a skeptic.
0: We're moving that
1: ninety-nine percent skeptic.
0: We're moving it towards the uh, the believer side. Ah, it's progress in my book.
1: Good luck.
0: <laughs> well, there is not only that update, but there's one more. Mm, and that's that going on. Is what I think is gonna keep me a hundred dollars short uh, this week, and that is the CIA has released thousands of documents. Mm -hmm. On everything that they've had, quote unquote, everything that they've got on UFOs. You can go on the actual CIA website and you're able to download all their documents in PDF format. Mm -hmm. So if you have any spare time, you can go through every single one (laughs) of these documents that they say they have.
1: Oh, joy.
0: (laughs) It's approximately 2,780 pages.
1: Oh, great. I'd love to read that over (laughs) one weekend. I'm so excited. Waiting gotta... a long week of work to read two thousand <laughs> documents on UFO sightings.
0: I I like to use Control F and just search for keywords, but I don't I don't know if I don't know <laughs> it's
1: if you and everybody <laughs> who
0: reads. I don't know if you can do it in this one because um, it's funny how they did this. I actually took a, a quick visit to the site, mm-hmm. and the way that they list each document is separate links for each one so if you you see one that you know kind of catches your eye you can click it it Mm. opens up this pdf and then there's this it's like an old fucking document
1: like if you would like see it like on paper
0: yeah yeah typed up like
1: government shit would have
0: yeah the one i saw was about and it was very brief I, I, (laughs) i laughed like i don't even know if this is useful to anybody i clicked one link i kid you not when i opened this it was one page and i think the header said whatever government body i think cia but it it was not even a paragraph two men like a sentence it was it was three lines three sentences oh my gosh It <laughs> didn't even make up a paragraph oh so maybe three sentences two people see a ufo they describe a ufo wherever they were in norway yeah end of report oh,
1: <laughs> yikes <laughs> so hundred dollars you want to pass that uh, like right now we could do it just
0: pass it right I'll, I'll sell you um, <laughs> But It looks like I'll be out a hundred bucks Because these were not juicy at all
1: Man I should have just raised the numbers last week <laughs> You
0: should have You should have. You could have had everything You were
1: so confident it was juicy
0: <laughs> I was confident it was going to be something
1: I'm pretty sure all our <laughs> listeners were like No that is not going to be juicy
0: Yeah, I'm sorry to disappoint anybody out there Who thought yeah This is going to be a juicy report You're going to see everything that the government's hiding it's a big fail
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> that seems perfect for the occasion
0: yeah well <laughs> other than me being out 100 bucks that just about wraps up our news segment and that leads us into the main part of our podcast tonight the one that i am most excited to get into the mothman, um, mothman. <laughs> it's a very interesting cryptid
1: What is the Mothman?
0: So according to witnesses who have seen Mothman, they've described it as being a 7 to 8 foot tall humanoid creature with a 10 foot wingspan and the ability to move at speeds of up to or over 100 miles per hour. It's been described as being black or dark brown in color and the most prominent feature are its bright red eyes.
1: So, what's your take on what the Mothman
0: is? So, the Mothman's really interesting cryptid because I can't say that I 100% believe in what in a Mothman, not in what a Mothman is just in general. I think it might be just people misidentifying real life creatures, but part of me also wants to think that it is real and what it is is some kind of extra dimensional creature that can travel from this world and from where it came from in another world and it can kind of shift in between worlds which is why it has all these weird features i don't know overall it just doesn't sound like anything that we know of on planet earth
1: that is super duper deep (laughs) (laughs) you want to know what my take on, on what the mothman is i do the first time that I heard Mothman, I was like, some guy who eats my clothes at night? <laughs> <laughs> you could take care of him with just one clap.
0: <laughs> or some mothballs. some mothballs. <laughs> 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 you just throw it
1: at him. <laughs> but I'm just kidding. I mean, yeah, that sounds pretty extreme. Yeah. Seeing a guy that's seven to eight feet tall, not a basketball player, but he's got like super long wings and he's just flying around town. Does Mothman eat people? Is he like a vampire-ish kind of guy? Or he's like, so likes to eat some chickens?
0: <laughs> like, what does he eat? Does he like clothes?
1: Or does he like clothes? <laughs> I, I want to know. <laughs> I need to know these things.
0: It's, it's interesting you bring that up in doing the research from Mothman. It's more of a...
1: Clothes type of thing? <laughs> I thought so.
0: <laughs> Get out of my closet. It doesn't... Eat humans, from what I've been able to read about it. It may eat small animals, Mm -hmm. like your dog or livestock, but for the most part, all of the sightings are just sightings. They just report seeing this creature, and then bad things tend to happen. The first time Mothman was ever talked about, or the origins of Mothman, Mm -hmm. go back to 1966 in Point Pleasant, West Virginia.
1: Okay, wow. So, That's like right there. Plus right well, eight there. hours <laughs> from
0: New York. I was going to say. It's kind of far. I'm just saying
1: it's in the United States. Sure. <laughs> That's it's, what I meant.
0: It's it's within reach. You can get there.
1: <laughs> well, thank God it's eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want this guy in my house.
0: No, your clothes are safe. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the first official reporting slash sighting of Mothman are these gravediggers who see... This creature leap from tree to tree while they're digging. They're doing the jobs, right? They're grave diggers, so they're probably working at night or whenever. Oof. Yeah, that's creepy, right?
1: As if just...
0: <laughs> As if being a grave digger wasn't a hard enough job. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, that's scary. They don't dig graves at night. It has to be daytime.
0: I hope they don't dig them at night. That's, that's like, horrible.
1: Yeah, that's you can't see anything. How do you know?
0: Well, I mean, not only that it's just like not safe the whole <laughs> ambiance of being in a, a graveyard at night and yeah. digging graves
1: Ooh, i can imagine
0: well imagine that being your job and then no, at the thanks.
1: same <laughs> i'm just kidding shout out to all you grave diggers out there
0: yeah you are uh, essential workers in my book
1: yes god bless
0: you <laughs> but imagine that being your job and then at the same time you got this creature With a 10-foot wingspan.
1: How inconsiderate, right? Like, I'm working here. You know, buddy. (laughs) You're out here just hopping tree to tree?
0: (sighs) My job's hard enough.
1: Yeah. You're just a distraction. Yeah. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Just stop.
0: So, the first reported sighting of Mothman that shows up in the newspaper was by two couples, Roger and Linda Scarberry and Steve and Mary Millette. They were hanging out by what's known as the TNT area, which are the abandoned bunkers that were left by the U.S. Army. Wow. And they see this creature and get out of there because it's, I'm assuming, a very scary sight. Yeah. Glowing red eyes, grayish creature that you've never seen before, staring back at you. I'd probably get out of there really quick, too.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I don't think I'd (laughs) want to have a double date there.
0: Yeah. It's a weird place for a double date.
1: Why are they there? (laughs) <laughs> it's like nighttime. Hey guys, you wanna go by
0: <laughs> World we,
1: War Two bunker?
0: It sounds cool. Wanna check out some abandoned bunkers?
1: Well yeah, it sounds cool. It it sounds
0: cool up until they see this creature. <laughs> <laughs> so the story goes, um the creature chases them in their car and they're able to escape it. And <sighs>
1: thank God. Yeah. Can imagine. What a night.
0: I know. And so they're not really sure what to do. They don't know whether they should report it at first or What they even saw. So to confirm, they decide, all right, let's go back. and Go back? Yeah, yeah, let's go back. Let's confirm what we saw, and then we'll report it. So that's what they do. The couple goes back. But this time, the creature's now in an open field, and they report seeing it in the field with these glowing red eyes, and then it takes up into the sky, and then they get out of there, head back to town. Report it to the sheriff and what the sheriff's office does from there is separate the couples and question each of them separately. Yeah. To kind of get an idea um if each of them have the same story. Wow. Yeah. So the police weren't really sure what to think of this at first. I
1: I mean, yeah, that sounds kind of crazy, like teens.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. You're probably smoking some really crazy weed in the <laughs> <laughs> in the bunker. And then, I
1: mean, they're already trespassing already, right? I don't know. So it's abandoned.
0: Probably... And I think you can still go there today. Like today. For this day? Yeah. If we wanted to go out there today, we could drive out to these bunkers. They're still there.
1: Oh, okay. So it's not like boarded up or something. I would yeah. think that it was. You would think.
0: And the area actually gets contaminated because of all these materials that the army had there or were testing. Yeah.
1: That's why I'm like,
0: what? And it's a weird place. I, I agree. It's a weird place for a first date. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't take someone there, but hey, it's the '60s. Kids are probably bored. They have nothing else to do, and nothing else is going on in Point Pleasant. Is,
1: I mean, when you're young, you would have loved to go there.
0: It sounds interesting. <laughs> I, d- I, so don't check it I don't. I don't really
1: blame them for going there. Sure, yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't blame them at all.
1: I mean, I would be freaked out. They have the balls to go back. Like, hold on, hold on. One second, let's just go back. i am mean, like, I'm going home. You need to take me home. This date is over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not hanging out with you guys anymore.
0: I agree. And listen, I give them all the props in the world for going back. Yeah. And confirming
1: that they saw this creature. They really needed a confirmation.
0: And they got it.
1: But I mean, <laughs> they could have had it the first time, right? You're being chased by that thing.
0: I guess the first time, if you think about it, and you, let's say they were smoking something or they were, it's the sixties, right? So they're probably kids experimenting or just hanging out. And then, I mean, it's dark. So you see this freaky looking creature and you're not really sure what it is, but you definitely don't want to stick around. So you get yeah. out of there. I might bring that up to my group and say, let's go back and let's, let's make sure we saw what we saw. We're not going crazy.
1: But either it's way, ballsy. the police didn't believe them. <laughs> so yeah. I felt like. You could have died the second time.
0: Yeah, so their lives are definitely at risk going yeah. back if this thing was real and they ran into it, which they did.
1: I don't believe that story. That story is <laughs> not real. So Origin or not.
0: So the police, <laughs> the police do believe them. Uh, the sheriff and the police who interrogate these couples actually come to the conclusion that they believe what they're saying or that what they're saying is sincere and that they're not lying to them. It goes on for a couple of days where other people report seeing this Mothman like creature. So this actually gets reported in the newspaper. And this mm-hmm. is why it's the first recorded sighting of Mothman. Mm-hmm. The title of the headline is Couple Sees Man Size Bird Creature Something.
1: Oh, that's the That's the actual title?
0: Yeah, that's the actual headline from the newspaper. <laughs> that's
1: like a whatever type of title. Something.
0: <laughs> I mean, you could say it's maybe the idea of Mothman. Through this story being introduced to the public, associate weird things with Mothman or like, ah, I saw a shadow. It was Mothman. People actually report seeing something like a physical creature, like in their backyards, perched on top of buildings. And
1: wow, he's everywhere.
0: It's said to have caused trauma in the people who've seen it because it's disturbing, and you know, yeah. I mean, I'd be pretty shaken if I saw something that was seven, to eight feet tall with fifteen-foot wings. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'd be scared to go outside.
0: Yeah, of course. It culminates with the Silver Bridge collapsing in the town. So, when on, did that
1: happened, was that like the same week?
0: So, a year later. Oh, wow. On December 15th, uh, 1967, during rush hour traffic, uh, it collapses and 47 people die.
1: Oh, no. That's horrible. <laughs> yeah. How did it happen? Just out of nowhere?
0: Nothing happened. Like and There was no accidents on the bridge. It just collapsed. Wow. People thought it was a... Or this creature was a warning of something bad about to happen.
1: How? Is it because it happened a year after?
0: Yeah. Oh, it's, okay. It's because it happened a year after. And then also those other sightings. Some people say that they just tied all the weird and bad stuff that happened in the Yeah, town. like
1: that's like it was an old bridge. <laughs> yeah. Let's just blame it on Mothman. It was he who did it. <laughs>
0: There's also the argument that Mothman was created as kind of a way to get people to come to Point Pleasant, West Virginia.
1: Yeah, I heard about that Mothmania.
0: Yeah, there's a festival now. Every year up until COVID, had, uh, there was a Mothman festival at Point Pleasant. Um, if you wow. go to Moth... If you, if you go to Moth Pleasant... <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, Might as well call it that now. I mean, it yeah. sounds like...
0: <laughs> there's a statue in Point Pleasant of what? Mothman... It's a pretty cool statue. It's all metal. It's got these red jewel eyes. Wow. It's cool. It looks awesome. It's looking like I'm still (laughs) not believing
1: in Mothman with that. Wait, wait, wait. So the bridge collapsed, and then they made a statue of Mothman?
0: No. (laughs) Okay, I was going to say, I
1: was like, now they're celebrating that it was him?
0: So first festival was back in 2002, and then the statue was unveiled in 2003 by Bob Roach. Mm. So it was way after the bridge collapsed. So <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> plenty That's of insane. time had passed before they actually started celebrating Mothman. Yeah, it's hard to to tie it into the town as kind of a a tourist trap or kind of their reason to celebrate Mothman. But after I after all that time, I think it's what the town is still known for: yeah. Mothman. You can go to shops and buy Mothman cookies, Mothman coffee.
1: Okay, now that is like... <laughs> it's... Like
0: a trap. They've cashed in on... A
1: moth trap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it does not end there. So you would think... It, it. In a way, Mothman does. Like, nothing really big happens after that. Like, as big as the, the bridge collapsing. Yeah. But there are still reports of Mothman sightings. And... The first sighting that I want to get into that is not related to the Silverbridge collapse is one that happened back in 2016, back at Point Pleasant, uh, West Virginia, where a man reports and allegedly takes photos of a mothman-like creature while visiting. So it's actually reported in the news, and we have that clip for you here. So let's take a look, and we'll get your thoughts after this.
2: Hunters in Mason County may need to be on the lookout for something other than deer when they hit the woods this week. Eyewitness News reporter Fallon Pearson shows us what else may be lurking out there, too.
3: Up until Sunday night, he hadn't been spotted recently, but according to these pictures, the legendary Point Pleasant Mothman is back. These pictures, supposedly taken by a man who says he was driving along State Highway 2 in Point Pleasant, saw something jump from tree to tree, so he pulled off the road to take these pictures. The man declined an on-camera interview, but is adamant the pictures are real. And some locals, like Carolyn Harris, Believe it. I definitely know that the Mothman's real. Harris has owned the Mothman Diner for 48 years. She also helps start the Mothman Festival. Harris said there's been too many sightings of the Mothman for her not to believe. First responders and the search department and stuff uh, that I talked to, that they definitely made a believer out of me. Harris has met many Mothman believers over the years, like the Smiths. You have eyewitnesses, so, yeah, you know, I, be I, yeah, it does what have potential it? and and I do sorta wanna believe. We asked the local Mothman expert and owner of the Mothman Museum, Jeff Wamsley, just how authentic the pictures are. Wamsley said, with modern technology, it's almost impossible to know for sure if the pics are real. But even if they are fakes, the benefits of the Mothman's legend to the town of Point Pleasant are very real. It's a good thing. A lot of people, it brings a lot of people to the area. It's <laughs> here to stay. I think you leave it ain't leaving. Fallon Pearson, Eyewitness News.
2: Now, many people tell us they believe the Mothman is a bad omen, only appearing when catastrophe is about to strike. There have been many claims the winged, red-eyed creature was seen right before the Point Pleasant Silver Bridge collapse back in
1: 1967.
0: Wow. Yeah, so it touched pretty much on all those points that we brought up Mm -hmm. where, yeah, there's even a Mothman museum now.
1: That's, I mean, the picture looked, kind of real
0: so you're talking about the photos the man said were mothman right yeah and go ahead describe what you saw in those photos
1: a man with wings flying through the sky
0: yeah it definitely looks like a man or some kind of creature or some
1: it looks like it looks like think. a mothman and then you can't even tell if the pictures are real or fake yeah that could have been like photoshop because right the black figure was super clear, and then the background was blurred gray.
0: photo they show is black and white photos, one being like a stretched out man with wings kind of, the other one front facing where it looks like you could see his wings stretched yeah. out. It could easily have been photoshopped, I think.
1: It's hard to tell.
0: It is. It definitely looks like a man-like creature flying through the trees or in that area that of the sky that he took the yeah. photo in.
1: Uh, it's hard to say. I mean, first responders telling them about it. Yeah. I need more proof. <laughs> I need more proof. You guys have a museum. I think we just have to like go
0: there one day. Yeah, that's a good way to get an idea. Of- and then
1: I could tell you guys that it's fake.
0: I'm just <laughs> joking.
1: <laughs> but I don't know. They don't even know if it's real. <laughs> that's basically what they said. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's a lot of doubt in what it is that this guy is reported to have seen. Photos are very, they they are very Photoshop-like images. Yeah. So far, from what we've read and what I've talked about, I think it's either really this moth-like creature or it's just a bird or something that people are misidentifying.
1: It could be like an owl. Yeah. Because they're nocturnal, their eyes glow in the dark.
0: That is true.
1: They have long wings. They're pretty big. I mean, they're not like that guy in the picture, like flying, but (laughs) they're they're pretty big.
0: Sure. Yeah, I I could easily see someone like that couple, for example, um, just being super frightened and then their minds kind of running wild. And then we saw this 10-foot creature or this giant bird man chase us. I think it wasn't a solid enough story or evidence to convince someone that it was a real creature
1: no i wasn't convinced at all yeah it was something (laughs) it's just i didn't sorry virginia
0: (laughs) kim's not sold i can't believe you guys
1: (laughs) (laughs) celebrate in september (laughs) and sell cookies and coffee good for you good for you good for you but
0: it's a cool creature if it's real i mean i don't even know what it could be I, i like other than that Original theory of it being some kind of a experiment gone wrong.
1: Everyone's scared of the Mothman, but they're celebrating him. I don't understand that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's this, I guess that's the part I don't understand.
0: I'm sure if you were one of the 47 people that passed or were on that bridge, and you're like one of the family members, I wouldn't be too happy about. The f- yeah. If if he I don't if he was Mothman the reason would appreciate that either. <laughs> that's if he was the reason for the bridge collapsing. I don't think so. I mean, this, <laughs> he could
1: This guy's just eating chicken and dogs. <laughs>
0: Allegedly, Allegedly. I don't know. Allegedly. <laughs> his just diet saying. his diet hasn't been confirmed or uh... He's
1: just chasing people. Not really chasing them. He's like teasing them. He'll yeah. he'll fly to them and chase <laughs> them and then he's he'll give up.
0: He likes to spook young adults.
1: And then he just hangs out in the fields. Like, come
0: <laughs> on. Well, that is not the only story that I have for you tonight on the Mothman. Mm-hmm. We do have a few sightings, which I think add a little bit more.
1: possess because I am <laughs> not impressed.
0: This is a eyewitness account from a man in Chicago back in 2017.
1: Oh, okay. That's pretty like recent. It's
0: pretty recent. It's a year after this guy took these photos. We're reporting on that last news story.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And this comes from Manuel Neverek. I'm writing this out after taking a day or two to really, really think out if I wanted to report this and tell others of what I saw the other night in Oz Park here in Chicago. I finally decided that writing this out and submitting it would be therapeutic to me and might hopefully help identify what it was that I saw and maybe help someone else avoid the same thing. I live in the Lincoln Park neighborhood in the city of Chicago and live about one and a half blocks from Oz Park. When the weather is nice, I usually go outdoors and to the park to jog and walk my dog. The night of April 7th was no different. It was mild and the cold weather had finally subsided. So I decided to give the treadmill a break and go outside to jog and let the dog get some fresh air. As I came to the corner of Burling Street and Webster Avenue where I crossed the street to the park, My dog began acting very peculiar and acted like she didn't want to go to the park. This is very strange as usually my dog goes absolutely nuts when we go to the park and has the time of her life running and sniffing. On this particular evening, she acted like she was mortified to cross the street and enter the park. As we crossed the street and came up to the area where the basketball carts are located and the start of the trail that goes around and through the park, My dog was practically being dragged as she resisted wanting to continue. After much effort, I finally got her to finally cooperate and begin the walk. I started walking east toward the Oz Garden, a route that is my usual when I come here to walk the dog. As we walked toward the garden, I noticed that many of the birds you usually hear in the park were all but silent, and that the only noise you could hear was the usual city noise from the surrounding neighborhood. As we rounded the sidewalk to head south with the garden to my left, I heard what could only be described as the flapping of wings. I really didn't give it a second thought as I assumed it would be some passing Canadian geese that I've seen in the park recently. As we came toward the clearing where we would find the baseball fields, something caught my eye and what I saw still scares me. I saw a large man, probably seven feet or taller, standing on the ground. It was solid black, but what really stood out were the large and I do mean large, a pair of wings that were folded behind him. These wings stood taller than the man by at least a foot and a half and jutted out of his back. I could not see its face as it had its face turned away from me and probably didn't notice me at first. It finally turned and noticed me, and I saw the bright, ruby-red eyes that appeared to glow from within. It was at this time that it turned and faced me, and I got to see what it really looked like. It was about seven feet tall, and instead of clothes. It looked like a giant half-man, half-bird thing. It reminded me of the character bird person from the show Rick and Morty, only a lot scarier. This thing stared at me for about 15 seconds, which felt like an eternity. And then in a loud whoosh, it unfurled its wings and screeched really loud and jetted into the air. These things looked like almost bat-like and were at least 10 feet across from tip to tip. I felt like the thing could see right through me, Read me. It knew what I was thinking. Like it could stare right into my very soul. It was the most terrified I'd ever been in my life. It rose into the air like a bullet and I could hear it screech once more before losing it from my view as it rose above the trees and possibly the buildings. It was at this time that I realized that I had yet to scream or react in any way. I was just numb. Numb from my head to my toes. And I finished my walk early and walked home. All the while trying to see if I could see it again once I got to the street. It was the scariest thing I had ever seen or experienced, and it led me to look up giant mutant birds online and eventually came to sites talking about similar sightings that other people had and eventually to where I could post and report my own sighting. I don't want you to think that I'm crazy. I'm just a normal person who had a weird and strange experience. I do not abuse drugs or take any kind of hallucinogens or anything like that. I know what I saw was real, and that I saw it in Oz Park in Chicago. I don't want publicity at all. I just want to tell my story and to warn others who might jog or walk the trails of Oz Park. I never felt like I was in any real danger, if I did not provoke it. But I felt like this creature could have ripped me limb for limb if I had approached it or threatened it in any way. Maybe it was passing through like the Canadian geese do when they are migrating. Either way, I hope that we never get to meet face-to-face again. Thank you. So what do you think of uh, Manuel's story of this creature in Oz Park over in Illinois?
1: I would have been super scared. I know Cosmo would just go crazy if he saw this, you know, dude just flying in the air. But I mean, it could be real. I don't think it's real. (laughs) (laughs) He said it
0: had all the characteristics of a Mothman.
1: Yeah, I hear him. (laughs) But he's in a park. There's people in the park. The birds were quiet and all he could hear was around the park. Yeah, like, like the
0: city sounds.
1: Yeah. Like where was everybody else in the park? Was it just him and his dog? And his dog was just next to him, like <laughs> him, like, whoa, 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 like you know what I'm saying?
0: So you're saying that the, the dog should have been more more reactive? Well,
1: he said that the dog was scared to even go in the in the park.
0: Yeah, he said it was it's was pretty hard to get the dog to get into the park. So was, he had to drag it in.
1: Did what? he say it was close?
0: He said he was about twenty feet away from it.
1: His dog would have seen that and probably would have, you know, started barking. Maybe that's why he flew away.
0: Maybe. I mean, the dog did sound scared the way he described it when he was first walking it and yeah. heading in that direction. And usually in the wild, when a predator's around, the animals tend to go quiet. Because, oh, really?
1: And I I, don't yeah. know. I never heard of that.
0: Yeah. So in the wild, if, if a predator's around... And this is reported in a lot of Bigfoot sightings. The animals kind of can sense it and they go quiet because they don't want to get eaten by it. Right. So it's like a natural instinct for them to just be quiet until it's gone. That could explain why he didn't hear any of the normal bird sounds that he hears when he's in that park.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: It could also explain why the dog was acting really weird and scared when he normally is excited to go to the park.
1: Well, wouldn't the dog want to protect you? Well, I don't. I don't think if they had a bad
0: feeling about it. Maybe this creature was so like its presence. It affected the whole park. Yeah, apparently, its presence was so felt by the animals around that that first instinct to protect its owner or just be a normal dog is just like gone. Like this primal fear that's in animals or in human beings, even because I think you can sense those kind of things too. Just kicks in and. It's like, yeah, I don't give a shit about you, Manuel. Um, <laughs> I'm not trying to get eaten. I don't need to sniff the grass tonight or chase, <laughs> do whatever I do normally here. But you're dragging me here you're and I don't want to go here. <laughs> and then he sees this bird creature, Mothman like. <sighs> the part that's weird is that he describes it as clearly being like half man, half bird.
1: I it's I weird taking a picture
0: <laughs> i don't know if you can that's
1: the thing about these things it's like so, saw that talkity talk but where's the <laughs> pictures where's i get the it pictures
0: it's 2017 but even still he's got a smartphone i'm sure it's odd
1: i would have been scared like shitless <laughs> to even go back into that park again
0: well that's why he's telling the story because he doesn't want anybody else to Stumble upon a weird man bird creature in the park at night. Not convincing. But then, wouldn't uh, you tell
1: that to the news? Though you're putting it in a, <laughs> in, you... a in a blog. Yeah, this comes from not the... the whole Oz Park reads that blog. You want to help people, but
0: <laughs> and and just so everyone knows where this comes from, uh, it's from the Phantoms and Monsters blog, mm-hmm. where people come and they talk about their experiences, basically write out their eyewitness accounts.
1: Oh, like the, their encounters.
0: Right. But I agree with you. If really concerned about where you were thinking someone's going to die. or
1: Yeah. You know, like I would just tell people, I'd be like, hey,
0: <laughs> what would, is that? The, Imagine? First, the first place I go wouldn't be a blog, maybe.
1: I would actually warn people. But maybe, maybe he's just. I mean, he said he had to keep quiet because he wasn't trying to get his like ass ripped open. So, I mean, it sounded kind of scary. Like it had talons and
0: screeches. It's kind of terrifying.
1: Screeches. Yikes. It's terrifying. <laughs> I don't know. Like, if I saw that, I'm like, what?
0: I, I agree I with would you. probably
1: just stay home. I don't even think I'd leave.
0: <laughs> and and that's what a lot of these people who report seeing Mothman, they end up being traumatized or they're like scarred.
1: I mean, if he's that big, I'm small. I'm like 5'3". <laughs> it's
0: like seeing Shaq and 10-foot wings <laughs> <laughs> with big red eyes and talons that could tear you limb from limb
1: oh man he's a big
0: guy it's a scary sight it's not something that i would like to see even though i would because it would solidify that believer <laughs> stance Shit, partially man. believe in the, in these sightings <laughs> and um
1: i just thought of him like <laughs> slam dunking with, <laughs> with like the cutest butterfly wings
0: right I mean he was by the basketball courts maybe that's what he's doing <laughs> he's practicing he was practicing <laughs> It's one that I, I thought would be fun to talk about here because, again, there's no evidence that he provides, it's no photos or anything. It's just an eyewitness account. But the other part of it was him describing the creature itself.
1: It sounds the same like all the others.
0: Right. It falls in line.
1: But, I mean, there's many other cases there that are, sound yeah. the same. I mean, I have read a few.
0: Yeah, there are a ton. They
1: yeah. all do sound the same when they explain what he looks
0: like. And in the, us doing the research on this, the most prominent cases are the West Virginia cases- And then it seems that back in 2017, a bunch of cases started popping up in the Chicago area. This was one of the first ones that I came upon, but it is not the last story that I have for you. (laughs) (laughs) This one is a little better, I think. And it comes from a more credible source. This next story also comes from the Phantom and Monsters site where a Chicago O'Hare traffic air controller reports also seeing a mothman-like creature this is from back in july 2020 so it's it's pretty recent yeah and this guy declined to give any kind of information on his identity out of the fear of him losing his job and this was his story i've worked at o'hare international airport for the last seven years as a member of the air traffic control team and in my time i have overseen the flight operations in and out of the airport hundreds of times I've seen many strange things around the airport, but none have been as spectacular as a sighting I had back in July of 2020. I was working the late evening at Tracon, and Tracon is the name for the air traffic control tower at O'Hare, which is the airport in Chicago. So he says, I was working the late evening at Tracon and had just walked away for one of our mandatory breaks. These breaks help us rejuvenate and also help break up the monotony of what can be an otherwise tedious routine and help prevent us from falling asleep. During these breaks, I usually go out for a walk to help clear my head. I was walking toward one of the terminal buildings when I noticed some movement out of the corner of my eye. And for some reason, I stopped and turned in the direction of the movement and noticed a large black shape coming to a rest on the ground near a light pole. This thing was at least 6 to 7 feet tall and jet black. It looked like a very big bat, but was also very human-like in appearance. I noticed that it sported a very large and impressive set of black membranous wings that also looked like wings of a bat. They were open to their full length and must have been at least 12 feet from tip to tip. The arms on this thing were very long and very skinny and ended in long bony fingertips with what appeared to be long talons. The legs on the being were comparable with the arms, long and skinny, but I was unable to really look at the feet to see if they were also shaped similar to the hands. I stood there and saw this thing for about 30 seconds as it seemingly looked around the ground. In the time I was looking, no fewer than two others had come down to the walkway and also saw it. If I had looked up, it would have clearly seen us all staring in bewilderment at it. It kept its head down looking at the ground until an approaching service vehicle seemingly startled it and it looked up. That is where I saw that its head was short and squat but had a pair of piercing red eyes. It looked in the direction of the approaching vehicle and then began to flap its wings and took to the air. It disappeared above the building in the span of one to two seconds and was gone out of sight. I've heard many of these stories as the supposed O'Hare Mothman from pilots and from other controllers and employees around the airport. I've heard tales of people seeing it in flight or perched somewhere, and how it had glowing red eyes and looked like a giant man bat. Many of my fellow controllers have told of either seeing it themselves or hearing from others who have seen it, and it has been the subject of radio chatter on multiple occasions. I never gave much credence to these stories, and even though part of me believed and hoped it was real, seeing it myself only helped me become a true believer. I personally know of three other controllers who have seen or had sightings of this thing, and just as many pilots who have either reported sightings in and around the airport. You can say it's kind of built up an almost legendary urban tale, sort of a status amongst those who work at O'Hare. I know that what I saw was real, and I want to get my story out there for others to hear, and I want them to know that this thing really is out there somewhere, and that trained professionals like myself have seen it, and know that it does exist. I hope you find my report useful, and if you wish to contact me, I would be willing to answer questions regarding this encounter. What do you think of that?
1: Now that is a better story.
0: <laughs> it is. I think it's a more, I guess, credible witness.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure they see a lot of things that fly. What if it was a crane? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: So that's one of the theories by skeptics, (laughs) is that they think it's either an an owl, like a mistaken identity of some kind of owl, Mm -hmm. or it's one of these cranes. I forgot the name of the actual crane, but it's got a 10-foot wingspan as well. It's been reported as having also a 10-foot wingspan. But I don't think that they have wings that are membranous, that look like bat wings. So that's a cool little detail that he added.
1: It's like some sci-fi movie.
0: I know. Can you imagine... A a pilot or pilots, like multiple pilots, telling you about seeing this thing flying around. That mothman creature.
1: Yeah, I mean, if they all talk about it, that's like all they talk about during lunchtime. (laughs) (laughs) But like, it's only between them. It seems that it's like so quiet. Yeah. Like no one really spoke out about it. But it's in the know. Like. Yeah, yeah. You know about mothman? Yeah. Uh,
0: There's an update to the story on the website where. Oh really. Yeah, he actually says that he's willing to to talk more about the experiences that others have had or get people who have seen it to talk to the independent investigators who are looking into these things. Mm-hmm. But nobody really wants to say who they are because, it, again, that risk yeah. of them either getting ridiculed or losing their jobs. But it's, according to him, a very well-known that group of people like tower controllers, air pilots. But it's it's super weird because if it's not a uh, Earth creature... What could it possibly be um, other than some kind of extraterrestrial or other dimension being?
1: No idea. <laughs> <laughs> but a, a crane and a bat and a <laughs> I, I, <laughs> an owl is all I got.
0: <laughs> so I I don't know. I think that it in a lot of cases it could definitely be a just mistaken identity of some kind of a normal animal like an owl or a crane that we know of.
1: If they see something flying like that, isn't it like a hazard <laughs> for like flying? Yeah, like it flying is. planes. I mean,
0: yeah, I think they're supposed to report those things. And I don't know if you remember, but um, recently there was a bunch of pilots reporting seeing a man with a jetpack flying around California. Hold on,
1: hold on, hold on.
0: Yeah, you didn't what hear that? No. Yeah, these pilots reported seeing and then also catching someone on radar with a jetpack.
1: A jetpack.
0: A jetpack. <laughs> <Sorry.
1: laughs> like just flying yeah, in the air? Yeah,
0: in, in their air space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you should look it up. There's a guy. Yeah,
1: let's... <laughs> I don't know why that's more believable than moth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I believe more in, a, in the advancement of human beings and technology. I believe in technology. technology. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's actually... Uh, there's an Instagram I follow of mm-hmm. these... I guess they're engineers in Britain. They created this... It's it's a jetpack, but like the propulsion comes out of your hands. The guy's able to fly around like Iron Man, and he's got a ton of videos of him. Oh, I've seen you that seen before. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. it's not them. Well, no. This oh, the reporter is just some guy. Yeah, this is pretty high up, like really high up, high up, hi, higher up than what I've seen this guy do in his videos. Apparently, they're seeing guys with jetpacks. They're seeing Mothman UFOs.
1: What it <laughs> says published. On September September 2, the FAA and FBI are investigating a startling report of a man wearing a jetpack allegedly seen flying 3,000 feet in the air above Los Angeles International Airport. Two airline crews alerted authorities. There's a video here.
0: Let's play it. The
2: FAA and FBI are investigating a startling report of what they're calling an airspace intruder, a man wearing a jetpack. The FAA says two airline crews reported the close encounter Sunday night approaching Los Angeles International Airport. Chris Van Cleve is following the investigation for us. Chris, good morning to you. What do we know? Well, good morning. Investigators are skeptical it was in fact a jetpack, but talk about a high-flying mystery in the skies over Los Angeles. Did two pilots really see a man with a jetpack at 3,000 feet? That's our American 1997, we just passed a guy in a jetpack. Then, another jetpack sighting moments later from a Southwest pilot. And, uh, we just saw the guy by us. Jetpacks, like this one from LA-based Jetpack Aviation, are not common. Only a handful of companies in the world make them, and they are not commercially available. The company says their technology was not involved. Jetpack Aviation CEO confirmed to CBS News he has been in touch with the FAA about the technology, but says their aircraft does not have enough fuel to get a person to 3,000 feet and back to the ground safely. Adding, they are loud, so it seems unlikely no one on the ground would notice it taking off, flying, or landing. And then there's this from the air traffic controller. Blue 23, he's captain
0: person in the jetpack reported 300 yards south of the LA final at about 3,000 feet.
2: are heard you're definitely looking only in LA. Only in LA for sure. Now investigators do believe the pilots saw something. They're just not sure it was a jetpack. The fact that there is no video that surfaced from the ground also makes them skeptical. But just what it is remains a mystery. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so apparently there's a lot of weird stuff going on in the skies
1: like they sound so like over it there's another guy <laughs> flying a freaking jetpack. <laughs> keep an eye out in la yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> the rocketeer have you seen the rocketeer no oh, it's a it's an old movie about this uh superhero who's has a jetpack and he wears a helmet. This cool helmet, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you think it's him? Might have been, it could have been the Mothman. <laughs> I mean, know, like,
1: yeah. The, they said it could have been a Mothman, I mean they didn't say that. But they said that they saw something flying, yeah. but they didn't see it launching. So that could be Mothman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think this adds to, to that guy's story mm-hmm. about lots of weird stuff happening in the sky. Yeah, that's
1: weird. What like when he said that, I was like, What are you talking about?
0: And it's a mystery because nobody with that technology is, is like, yeah, we don't have enough fuel to get somebody up there safe enough. It, it adds to this weird f tower controller pilot story of them seeing weird stuff in the sky.
1: I thought it was just going to be like some stupid guy like, hey,
0: <laughs> no. nice to see
1: you. <laughs> <Like>, you <know? laughs> like, like, <laughs> in the cockpit window
0: like, hey guys, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> that is going to wrap up our Mothman sightings for tonight. It's so much mixed stuff. (laughs) It it, it was hard to find a solid eyewitness account. Those were really good ones. The FAA Tower Controller, was it the last one, being the best one? I agree with you. It's very mixed bag. I'm not sure.
1: I, I guess the way you're reading it, it sounded like I really saw this. Very good story. It was like very detailed, what they've seen as a whole.
0: And I could I could totally buy into the keep it a secret. Nobody wants to talk about it. I guess they Well, don't.
1: that's like a government job.
0: Yeah, that too, right? So you
1: can't really talk about what you see.
0: I can only imagine if you saw a Mothman-like creature, I wouldn't want to report that. Because you yeah. definitely think I was crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to yeah. let me fly a plane if you think I'm seeing creatures out there. But that's if there true. are, and they're not reporting them because they're scared it's another thing
1: doesn't it ever make you think what if people just never ridiculed you and they just believed you <laughs> when you say stuff
0: we'd have a lot more believers in the world Kim. <laughs> <laughs> a lot less skeptics <laughs> <laughs> there wouldn't be a versus it'd be uh all believers but you
1: know what <laughs> if it was real and you were telling the truth then I'd believe you. <laughs> I wouldn't be a skeptic.
0: Sure, sure, sure. But I, I don't think any of these people had any reason to lie about what they saw. None of these people are famous. I don't think famous. anybody has a
1: reason why
0: <laughs> None of those <laughs> cases, lie. other than the research we did on the Mothman, I don't think any of those folks became rich, famous, or renowned for seeing the Mothman. If anything, they all sound like they wanted to not be associated with it and also just deny that they saw it.
1: That's horrible to even think that people would want to get rich. Actually, (laughs) I don't don't know, Mothmania, but But
0: I can't argue there. (laughs) I do
1: agree with them just saying their story, but (laughs) I I mean, I don't know what to say.
0: And it's left Kim speechless. (laughs) (laughs) So at the end of this episode, where do you stand on your status with the Mothman?
1: The same spot where I've been sitting this whole time (laughs) in the skeptic seat.
0: No, so what percentage of belief do you have in Mothman after all that? all Those eyewitness accounts and the origin story?
1: 5% because of the last story.
0: <laughs> the last guy was believable, but there was still li- little to no evidence.
1: But all the stories are the same.
0: Yeah. It's kind of wishy-washy. but I didn't see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Or I saw him, but he flew away.
0: <laughs> the one thing that I do, I guess, give points to the believer side of this is the the uniformity in the accounts everyone who reported seeing a mothman described the same physical characteristics i can't say that i'm a hundred percent a believer in the mothman some of these stories are interesting and believable to an extent but yeah we're gonna leave it at that
1: (laughs) he looks and sounds badass though
0: oh yeah absolutely and He's on our cover, actually.
1: Yes. Shout out to Wei.
0: Wei Jerry Chen. Thank you. Yes. For the awesome cover art. It's a cool looking creature. It sounds cool. I wouldn't want to meet him or run into him. I would (laughs) be scared of him. (laughs) Yeah. I
1: have a dog, so (laughs) please stay away, Mr. Mothman.
0: Don't eat our dog or our clothes, please. Yes. (laughs) Well, That is going to wrap up our episode on the Mothman for this week.
1: Please leave us a review and let us know what you think. Yes, please
0: leave us a review. Let us know where you stand on the skeptic versus believer side. And yeah, we hope you guys are liking what you're listening to. Join us next week as we get into some more news of the paranormal, some more cryptids, and hopefully turn Kim into a believer (laughs) (laughs) sooner than later. Thank you guys again for joining. My name is Mike.
1: And my name's Kim. We'll see you next time. See you later.